Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Oh, Bradley. Oh, what? Let's go back to our childhood for a little bit here. Oh, do we have to? <laughs> We don't Can we go to a to. good part? Okay, a good part. <laughs> the part where you were really coveting your friend's, um, like, Trapper Keeper. Oh, okay. Or, so um, what are we, their, huh? their school folders. Oh, yeah. God, that was the, I mean, those were the days, man. It was so fun to pick out school supplies. Trapper Keeper. If somebody gave me a gift card to either, like, a clothing store or Office Max, I would choose Office Max. Oh, me too. Isn't that stupid? I was a kid in a candy store when it came to school supplies. Oh my God, I love Office Supply. (laughs) Erasers. You know what I miss? I miss triangle erasers. Oh, yeah. You mean rectangle? No, triangle. Don't you remember those triangle wedge erasers that we put on our pencils? Oh. They had a big hole down the middle. On the end. Okay. No, I'm you having a hard time. It's okay. You could Google it later. Okay, what, why are we? Goes on the top. Yeah. Why are we going on this journey? <laughs> We're going on this journey. What? Wow. Wow. Um, anyway. Uh, okay. We're going on this journey because there is a woman who is famous named Lisa Frank. Oh, sure. Lisa Frank. All of a sudden, as a kid, you're like, oh my gosh, I want those stickers. So there is a huge, was a huge market for stickers. It was like a sticker phenomenon. Stickers were a thing, man. I had sticker books. I mean, I, it it was a thing. And I don't really know how to explain that to someone who lives with the internet. But is it fair to say um, that it was more a, a girl thing than a boy thing? I think so. But like MC last night was telling me that he collected hockey stickers so it was like all oh, of these different hockey stars and they would like the boys would trade the hockey stickers. That's so cool. And I, other sports. My people. my connection with stickers um when you brought this to the table today was scratch and sniff stickers like those mm-hmm. that's that just brings that smells like the 80s. It does. And he mentioned that as well. Those were like a hot commodity to trade. And um, you mentioned the pizza one, and I can oh smell it right now. The pizza one, <laughs> the uh, grape one, the barf one. Oh, I know. Gross. Yeah. Okay, so let's get back to Lisa Frank. Lisa Frank um, was in the sticker game. It's super bright colors. You can just Google it if you don't know what I'm talking about. Lisa Frank was like the name behind the this really imaginative artwork involving animals and bright colors and it was just like 
so pleasing to the eye as a kid. And then she got into the school supply game. So no one ever really saw what she looked like. She wanted to be anonymous. There were also rumors that she was on drugs. And oh. that's how she created all of her artwork. Oh, my God. And so she kind of uh, actually um, there's a viral video that people are it's going around again. Okay. And it she's camera shy, but um, it's like called We Found Lisa Frank. And so this is part of it where she talks about like, no, she wasn't on drugs. And she's also taking this person on a tour of the warehouse in Tucson that used to be her company. They still run the company, but it's very different now. So let's get the record straight. If I was a drug addict, how could I have possibly have done all this? I'm Lisa Frank, and this madness that you see and all this excitement started with me. I know that you weren't comfortable being on camera. Is there an element to the secrecy? Well, the secrecy has worked for so long. Like, well, I come out of the closet. <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to disappoint anybody. What if I'm not who they want me to be? We are entering the vault that has all the original artwork in it. Hmm. Okay, I better figure out how to open it before you film it. Room is fireproof <laughs> so that we don't lose the original art. But look how bright everything still is. <laughs> we were involved in the big sticker craze in the 80s. Then it went to school supplies. And you can see it says library sample, do not remove. That means like it's probably one, one of a kind. Yeah. In hindsight, we could have been even smarter, like keeping 12 of everything. <laughs> there are some things I don't even have. Oh my god. Oh my god, isn't she just so, delightful? Is this like still a thing? Like can you still buy Lisa Frank products? So you well, yes and no. So like just a second here. I just got to go back and say that she's just she's very sweet and the fact that she can't get the door open like she gets like don't film this part but I can't open the vault and that she doesn't have it. they only kept one like <laughs> one folder of this thing. <laughs> she's like it's just and and just thinking back going, we should have saved like twelve is funny to me. Um, so now the company has turned into this warehouse is like it's so enormous. It's like thirty thousand square feet. Yeah, it's, it's just huge, empty. But it's totally empty. It's totally empty. But she now does a lot of licensing. She's like, We used to have thirty artists on staff. Now we just have six employees out of all Weird. of that. But she didn't want to be a manufacturer anymore. This was totally fine that the internet came about and people could do digital art and that the company just sort of like was really great and she made a ton of money, but she's not sad about it being where it is now. So she's probably still making a crap ton of money. She just is licensing everything. It's true. So they are creating new artwork under her name, but also companies are buying it and buying the license to use her artwork. But... She still is like, she's so just sweet and kind of dingy. Did you have a lot of Lisa Frank stuff? I I really did. I had like, I would go, we would go to get school supplies, which was a huge thrill for me. It was like one of the only times where I get to pick out stuff. Well, that was the best part of the summer, yeah. Totally. So my mom would let me get these Lisa Frank folders, even though the other ones were like 10 cents. She would let me get, which isn't, you know, it's like the other Lisa Frank ones were like 15 cents. I mean, don't get me wrong. It wasn't a high dollar item, but it made it everybody feel like they could afford these pretty fold. I just, I don't know. I just thought 
It was great, and it just gives me such fond memories. Oh, for sure. It's totally nostalgia. And I imagine, like, you know, well, also, 90s is going through a peak nostalgia period. Mm -hmm. So, because, you know, the young people, they look back at the 90s the way that we looked back at the 50s when we were in the 80s. Yeah, so they started making also, it looks like um, there was a successful Kickstarter for Lisa Frank makeup brushes and a company making Lisa Frank leggings. The coloring books have been sold out at local Dollar General since they were announced. They're like $50 on Amazon. So Yeah, because we can't have anything nice. That's right. Like Just enjoy the thing. You don't have to put it on eBay for $50. I know. But anyway, she still lives in Tucson, and there are actually photos of her in this. Um, it was from a conference and stuff at, at um, for her company. Well, that's a delightful uh, little blast yeah. from the past. Are you going to put that up on our show links page so people I... can watch that? Uh, YouTube video? Yes, it's really, really cute. And you just love her. You're like, oh, you're exactly the way I wanted you to be. Yeah, I'll put it up. A nice, delightful little gem on a a bright gem on a dreary day. Just like you, Dawn, you're Ah. a bright gem on a dreary day. And when we come back, we're going to celebrate King Charles Coronet. No, (laughs) we're actually not. And I'm going to tell you about two other people who aren't going to celebrate his coronation either. When we come back right here on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Thank you so much for listening and being with us here this afternoon. And we got to talk about King Charles' coronation that's coming up. And, you know, not this time really the pressure of Harry to show up or if there actually has been an invitation extended, we don't know. But this has to do with something else. Some other people have been invited. Yeah, apparently there are some celebrities we know and love who were like, fat chance, King Charles, we're not coming to your party. And I don't know if the story's real, but I just wanted to (laughs) laugh and tell you about it. Yeah. Here's the actual headline. Um, Hello? Blow for King Charles Coronation Concert? Oh, wait, no. <laughs> what? What? I think it meant like it's a blow, not okay. like they're blowing for... <laughs> Odd choice of words. Um, let me try that again. The courtiers are really Hello? showing up. <laughs> Hello? Blow for King Charles Coronation Concert as showbiz titans Adele and Ed Sheeran say, they're too busy to take part in your little party, King Charles. But could Harry Styles save the day? Oh, my gosh. So this story comes to us from the Royal Trolls, otherwise known as the Daily Mail. And they say, according to this story, that Adele and Ed Sheeran were like, we're not doing this. Right? (laughs) They were asked... To play at the coronation. Well, so that's what they want you to think. But then I go to the story because I know the Daily Mail, are, they're trolling us. Like, they know how to get me to click. So I'm like, well, what's the actual story? So here's the actual story. The Mail on Sunday. Actually, I should probably have an annoying British voice. The Mail on Sunday can reveal the Hello Singer. Is that British or am I just drunk? No, it is. It's um, a drunk British guy. It's, it's drunk British. It. Okay. The Mail on Sunday can reveal that the Hello Singer was asked... I like how they call Adele the Hello Singer. I know. They can reveal the Hello Singer was asked to perform after the monarch discussed with organizers his hope she would appear. Okay. All that says is that <laughs> she was asked. Sure. It goes on to say, sources close to Sheeran say uh, he hasn't been invited... 
but organizers have been told he is busy. Uh, okay. Okay, what is this crap story? It's crap. A source involved with the project said, quote, the king has suggested a number of people he would like to perform, and Adele and Ed were on the list. He was very keen that they were part of the concert. There's a team set up to get the talent signed up, but they were unavailable, which was a massive disappointment. They're titans of showbiz and are quintessentially British, but also known across the globe. It's such a shame. Okay, also, none of that is like... That doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean that Adele and Ed Sheeran said they can't do it. It it barely even says that Adele was asked. Like it said Ed Sheeran was asked and he's or no, it said Ed Sheeran wasn't asked. He wasn't even asked yet. They're just talking but they about looked asking at his, him. They literally looked at his his um because later down in the article, all they did was look at his calendar. On his website no, that says he's on tour. Literally. And he's got an event uh, the day before the king is crowned. And then uh, they're like, even if he got in his private jet, which he often uses, he wouldn't be able to make it there in time. You're like, dudes, you, you're just oh. making this up because you want drama. Which, hey, look. At the end of the day, I'm fine with because the truth is, whether we know it or not, there is absolutely no way Adele is performing at the King's coronation. Are you <laughs> no, kidding me? No. no, no, she's friends with Harry and Meghan. Yes, exactly. And she's not going to. I could just hear now like, ah, <laughs> you know, like she yeah. is not doing she it. She doesn't even like to sing live, really, because it's. You know, she's it's yeah. not her favorite thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, she's fantastic. And there are times when she doesn't sound great and she'll be like, I have to start over. I'm sorry, which I love that about her. But if you have that internal fear, if it's not something that's under your control, like it's not a concert where like it's her sound people and yeah. it's her, you know, her team that's making sure everything is cool. She's just being handed a microphone, which we all know, whether it be a town council meeting your PTA meeting or anything where someone has been given a microphone, that microphone will not work. No. Does and you're going to have that. It, and people are like, speak louder. And you're going to have that awkward moment where okay. you're too close to the speaker. Right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Look, here, I'm sure it'll be better than that, but I'm saying like, <laughs> this is not something that she's going to do. But, but here's what we do know. So now you're excited to go to the coronation, right? Because like, okay, they can't get Ed or Adele, but Ted Nugent's. Well, I mean, it's he's definitely not Ted Nugent. Lionel Richie, though, what? is close to agreeing. <gasps> That's another lot. <laughs> like the best they can put out at this point is. Meanwhile, Lionel Richie is close to agreeing. So the hello singer. Rejected, and now another hello singer has accepted. Hello. Yeah, right? They're like, well, could you this do the, the hello? hello? I don't know that Charles knows. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The difference. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. Actually, we can just put Adele's picture up there and then have <laughs> him singing his version of Hello. He could also do a remix into her Hello. Yes. Know? Or they could have, like, you know, performing as Adele, Beverly, uh, you Clary. know, Cromwell. <laughs> like, yeah, they could just get somebody from Legends. I know a, really, a girl who does an amazing Adele. Or they could get a drag performer to do Adele. Totally. What about uh, Jinx? Ooh, Jinx would be great. Yeah. Well, she's busy on Broadway right now. I know. Anyway, Lionel Richie is close to agreeing. I love this. They can't even tell you who's doing it. Mm, Lionel Richie's like, I don't know. Like, what else do you have to decide? They also say that um, the Spice Girls are close to agreeing. (laughs) um, But they're. If you read Spare, he had a huge moment that was so important to him with the Spice Girls, meeting the Spice Girls with his dad. It was like the first thing they did after um, his mother's death. Yeah, because the best thing he could do for his son after the death of his mother was take him to see the Spice Girls. Right. And it was like, oh, that's whenever you're like, oh, he's trying, you know? Because there are moments where you're like, Charles is trying. Yeah. In the book. Oh, no, it's for not sure. All mean. Yeah, but yeah. then I don't think the Spice, I think the Spice Girls are Team Harry. Well, I think the spice. I also just think like, what are the? Uh, it, I don't. I don't know. Um, I will say they are. They're not sure whether Victoria Beckham's going to join the Spice Girls, so they can't even guarantee. <laughs> okay. All she's the Spice doing something Girls with Justin Timberlake also because <laughs> he's never going to be in sync again, yes. and she's never going to be in the Spice Girls again. Just I just let it go. Look, I, I I'm not trying to like poo poo the King's coronation, but I do think that the PR in the run up is like lacking a certain something because at this moment all they can say is like a bunch of people aren't doing it. And a couple people, maybe, I will say that they um, did book the Byzantine Chant Ensemble. Uh, okay. And uh, I guess the king really wants Greek Orthodox music to be played because, okay. of course, the Duke of Edinburgh was like, you know, their family's Greek royal, like they were the Greek royal family before That's the right. war. That's right. Yes. Uh, and then Andrew Lloyd Webber, I think, created something special. So it's not like there's not going to be anybody there. I just, the, the PR around the actual um, pop star performer is just sounds really sad. Is is Andrew Lloyd Webber going to somehow remix Phantom of the Opera yes. and have Kate Charles, Charles come out as the Phantom? The and then, or maybe Camilla, I don't know. Maybe she's the <laughs> Phantomess. <laughs> Like, which one is more evil right. or perceived as more evil by the public? Right. That would be a great tribute to put the guy on the throne. <laughs> like, you know what? Look, he's not going to be on there for long. Let's just go with, like, Dark Lord energy. Who is putting out this story? Because it could be uh, Williams. I mean, now that we know how vicious it, vicious it is. Yeah. Like, someone wants us to believe that that celebrities don't want to attach themselves to Charles. Yeah. So we know how dirty the 
Windsors can be to each other. Yeah. Is this William and Kate's oh. publicity oh. people to distance themselves from the bad behavior of Camilla and, and Charles? I like where your mind is going on this one. Unless we get like an A-list celebrity signing up soon, I think you're absolutely right. Because I don't even think Harry and Meghan would bother. And Harry Styles isn't going to do it. Harry Come Styles, on. are you kidding me? Yeah. After the fracas they had at the Grammys with the stage going the wrong way? No way. All right. When we come back here on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, uh, Dawn's going to tell us about a really fun event coming. Hey, my talkers. Yes, you do need a hero, but... I've got the heroes for you, especially when it comes to your home. This time of year, you want to make sure whatever heats your home is uh, heating your home well. And if it's not, for any reason, I want you to call the team at Hero. They are the real professionals. That's why we've had them out to our house multiple times. Not for our heater, mind you. We did have them out once this year for a furnace tune-up because, well... We have an old-ass furnace. Um, it's not an ass furnace. It's just a plain furnace. I'm just saying it's really old. And here's the thing. You want to make sure that that thing is smooth, running smooth all season long. I don't want to find myself, you know, when there's two feet of snow. Oh, that's, like, just about to happen. I don't want to find ourselves getting caught flat-footed and the furnace runs out when there's two feet of snow on the ground. So that's why that annual furnace tune-up is a great deal from the team at Hero. But if you do have any problems, call them out. They'll get out to your home as quick as possible and save the day. Whether it's heating, cooling, plumbing, electrical, you name it, call Hero.com today. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. It's Laura with Hep- The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. And thank you for joining us this afternoon. We know it's snowy outside and everybody's hankering down, but we're glad to share this time with you. We'll stay safe and warm together. That's right. I wanted to talk about an event that's coming up this Friday. Yes, Queen. What's going on? And they really need your help. Oh, um, cool. So I wanted to bring light to this wonderful organization. It's called Accessibility Incorporated, and they've served people with intellectual disabilities for 75 years. Awesome. I do not know about this organization. Yeah, there's so many organizations out there, and they reached out to me to um, get the word out about an event that they're having. And that is this Friday night. It is... Diamonds are forever because it's 75 years and they're doing a James Bond theme. Isn't that cute? That is awesome. I love James Bond. Okay, so at this event, they have a goal. The goal is they had a bus that was vandalized to the point where it can't be used anymore. They used this bus to pick up these adults who need to find ways to get to their job. You know, some of them just have... Uh, situations where they're meeting with other friends, like-minded friends, and they're having an enriching environment for the day. Oh, that's so sad. It is sad that they... um, So they cannot... It was vandalized and irreparable. Um, But this bus actually transported wheelchair users to join their peers in the community or working. So um, my friend Tiffany Norton is going to be the auctioneer and host... And also, comedian Josh Blue will be there. He is from Last Comic Standing. He is a hilarious comic, so he's coming in to help. Uh, And the tickets are $25. They have amazing auction items, and it all goes to this great cause. I I put the show link on our... um, on our show links page of the where you can get tickets. Awesome. And even if you just want to go there and look at what their auction items are, go ahead and do that, and you'll be helping out. So... 
Just That's awesome. When is this event again? It's on Friday. Okay, so this coming the Friday. The sales are a little slow, so I was like, sure, I'll talk about it. Well, and can I offer a poss- like a, an alternative here? Yeah. So, because I, I imagine a bunch of people are like, oh, no, the weather, and we don't know. Oh, and sure. You know, look, you don't, even if you buy a ticket, I would imagine, or let me even just say this, maybe you could make a contribution if you don't think you can go to the event that would help towards the purchase of this van, right? That is right, yes. So there's auction items on the website. There's Oh, cool. So you can do all that stuff now. You can, actually. And you can just donate money if you want to. It's just really something that, you know, without this bus, a lot of people are suffering. The people that would like to go to their jobs sure. again. And, and, and a bus like is that. a very tangible thing that people can understand. Like one, yeah. it, it seems like a very achievable goal. So I imagine our listeners could um, head on over to their website and um, we can make that, you know, and this a reality is pretty coming quick from a great organization called accessibility. All right. So and that's going to be on our, our show links page. It is right now. It is right fun. Now. Thank you for sharing that with us, no Don. Yeah. What's going on with Brittany? Okay, I mean, here's you know. here's the deal. They're eating dinner in public. Oh my God! Everything is coming to an end. Oh, it's the end of the world. So what? They went out again, and she was. What happened? Was there some altercation again, or where they had to leave because well, someone was filming them? Well, she was in a car. Okay. She did have her phone. Okay. There was a Sam Asgari. And they did go to Nobu for dinner. Okay. Other than that, it seems pretty normal, Dawn. But you wouldn't know that if you read the TMZ story. Quote, Britney Spears, Sam Asghari, chilling in Malibu. Her attorney is mom on failed intervention. Exclusive details. Oh, come on. So I was like, okay, well, what is this about? Because you know I love to keep up with my Britney. Yeah, so they just basically saw them in public, which is a reason to talk about them. Yeah, and look, they went to Nobu. They want to be seen. So I am not too dumb to realize, (laughs) too naive to realize that... They are trying to put out a public, you know, image that everything's fine and they're going to go out to dinner. Now, it was uh, Sam, Brittany, and Cade. You remember Cade Hudson, not Kate Hudson. Okay. But her manager, Cade Hudson. Actress Kate (laughs) Hudson joined Sam Asghari. No. They all went uh, out for for dinner at Nobu. I remember I had an instance where you mentioned Cade and I... Couldn't quit. I was a. I was very sick. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember. I was um, loopy on the drugs. Loopy, and I could not get over the fact that Britney Spears has a manager. I'm like manager. You're like you're not doing a good job, are you? <laughs> yeah, she was. She was manager shaming Kate. Um, <laughs> but no, but but what that says to me is like, okay, they're going. You don't celebrities don't go to Malibu if they don't want to be seen. So of course Especially they want to be Nobu. seen. Yeah, and I get it. Like, there's been a lot of like drama lately, so it would make sense that they're like, hey, can we just go out and have a normal dinner and show these fools who have too much time on their hands to create conspiracy theories that everything's fine, or maybe it's not. I don't know. But I, at the very least, it's clear to me that they they are doing a thing. However, then TMZ takes it to the next extreme, and instead of just saying like, for some reason they're trying to make it look like everything's fine, well, then they then they start talking about the planned intervention again, and. They do so by saying that, um, let's see, I want to get you the exact quote here. 
Britney Spears and her husband Sam are out and about grabbing dinner, looking like nothing is amiss. Even though her inner circle is deeply concerned about her well-being. Okay, who is her inner circle? Her inner circle is Sam. (laughs) And? And Cade. Yeah. And did they seem concerned? No. No, they took her out to Nobu. Right. So if they are concerned... If anything, they're trying to say she's okay. Yeah. They're like, look at her. She's normal. She isn't speaking backwards. (laughs) Her head is not spinning on its axis. Look, again, I don't know what's really going on, but I do think that there are people connected to the... What I think this says to me, I'll just cut to the chase. Yeah, let's hear it. What is it? (laughs) I think this just says the people connected to the conservatorship want don't want you to forget that they want control of her and that they are working behind the scenes to regain some financial control of Britney Spears whoever that is involved I don't know I like I'm trying to remain pragmatic realistic but also open-minded does that make are sense you serious no <laughs> it does make sense yeah but there is a reason why someone's just doing I mean they are hanging outside of Nobu. That is one place where TMZ legitimately this, is hanging out. I have said so, this so many times. Both things can be true. She can be struggling. Yeah. And people can be trying to do her harm. I think she, I've said this from the beginning, she is allowed to make mistakes. Yeah. When you're a grown-ass human, you get to fail. And you get to grow and learn as a result. Think of all the really rich, powerful, successful men who went on a money-spending drug spree uh, like sex worker charlie sheen anyone Ooh, right like keep talking he didn't need a conservatorship no he was allowed to make all those mistakes thank you so i'm not saying she has to be the healthiest person alive or else it's all just a sham but it's that's a very good point look at all of these people who i mean she's just going to dinner you know, we're looking at her with a microscope saying, is she okay? You know, the other, the video they showed, it sounded like she was speaking gibberish at one point, but that can be altered. Yeah. Like you can do that in five or, seconds. Guess what? Have you ever spoke gibberish? Have you, ha, if, if paparazzi showed up to your life. Oopalapa doopy doopy. If paparazzi showed up to your life randomly, Dawn, they could make you look like you were unhinged. Who's a gooba booba dooby. Exactly. I mean, you could just be hyper and seem unhinged, you know? It's just... I get real squirrely and hyper sometimes. Yeah, you do. (laughs) I'm like, ooh, and then I'm running around, like, kind of... Yeah. But we all do that. My point is, like, is she any different, or is it because there are millions of dollars attached to her that we are made to think that she is, you know, because people want to take control of that money again. Once people have control of something, they work real hard to never give it up. That is so true. Now, I would like to say that in sometimes in my life, I want just for a day a conservatorship. I want someone what? to do everything for me. Oh, girl. I want someone to decide things. I'm like, I can't decide I this. I'm do. a Libra. And if they could just like handle scheduling my tax appointment. I don't think you need to have a conservatorship. I think it's just called an assistant. Yeah. Like I, you don't need to have somebody <laughs> control like what Starbucks you can purchase. I want them to tell me what to do, though. Like, no, th- but I, you can pay someone to do that without having to get your rights taken I away. I know. I know. So anyway, how about making that appointment I'm for not, me? 
I'm His not, name is Richard. I am not yeah. gonna, Richard. Who's Richard? Richard's my tax guy. Oh, Dick. He's so good. Yeah. <laughs> no. She. Did you have any of them drugs left over? Because I feel like you. <laughs> it's just. I'm just what? I get tickled. I'm just, I can't stop laughing. But look at the time. <laughs> Oh my God, she has lost her ever loving mind. I'm All right, conservatorship incoming. Hey, no. when we come back, <laughs> Mike is going to spin his wheel yeah. and we're going to find out what game we're playing when we return right here on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I, I can't believe, I say this all the time, but this show goes I by know. so fast, doesn't it? Yes. That's because I'm having, having a lot of fun. We are having fun. I don't today. know about you guys. Well, we're having or... fun listening to you go off your rocker. Uh-oh. Mike, is, are you having fun? I'm having a blast. Oh Absolutely. God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I like how you're like, Mike, oh, come on. <laughs> Ready to have some more fun? I am. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Time now to play along. It's Game Here's your host, Mike Ganger. That's right. It is Game Show Roulette time. We will find out what we're going to play on this very yeah, spin special that wheel. day. I'm going to spin the wheel, and then I'm going to say, nope, I'm going to stop the wheel, because I'm what? picking what we're playing today. Uh-oh. It's president. Oh, is it, it is quick? President's oh, Day. No, I don't know anything. I just want to say She right made now. it all up. Which president died from leeches? Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, we, we are going to play that. a little President's uh, Day trivia, a little president quiz, presidential quiz today. Fun. Are you ready? I love history. Well, what? the good news for both of you is it's not only actual presidential history. It's also a little mix of some pop culture presidential stuff okay. as well. Oh, cool. And that's where we're going to start. This first portion of the game, we'll break this up into a three, few different segments here and see how you two do. Uh, again, like all our games, as you get the question right, you're going to get some points. If you get it wrong, you're not going to get any points. Now, this one is going to be fun because I'm going to name a fictional president. Well, I shouldn't say that. I'm going to name a pop culture president. Okay. And then I'm going to name the years that president was either known or maybe if it was a movie, which year that movie came out. If you can answer who played that president with those descriptions that i gave you you get three points got it if neither of you can do it in that first one then i'm going to give you the name of the movie and or tv show oh god and if you that's worth two points getting hints that's worth two points getting some hints and then if you can't get it from then on i'll give you multiple choice and it's one point if you get it after the multiple choice we'll get there so again as most of our games answers down that i know all right ring in when you you, when you want to ring in just say your name that is your buzzer okay yeah that's how you ring in we'll get things started this is the first segment of presidential quiz today for uh, the game show roulette. We'll start things off with Josiah Bartlett. Bradley Trainer. Bradley Trainer. Is that West Wing? Nicely done. I didn't even know we were starting. Yes, that's why he said we're starting, and here's the first one. Uh, if you'd stop writing stuff of, down. I was thinking about how this is the worst pen ever. It's oh, barely no. writing. Dog, it's we're playing a game. Okay, hold on. Uh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Um, 1999 to 2007, Josiah Bartlett was the president in West Wing, of course, played by Martin Sheen. Congratulations, oh, Bradley. Three now points for Bradley. Uh, we'll go to this next one. Now, Dawn, are you ready? I am. I, I Now I get the game. Okay, sounds good. Now, again, they might be fictional. They might be actual presidents, and uh, but we'll see. 
Abraham Lincoln, 2012. Oh, Don McLean. Don McLean. That is. Oh my gosh. Um, sorry. You're okay. Daniel Day Lewis. Nailed oh, good it. job. Ooh, ooh. Three points there as well. He's my favorite yeah. actor, and the panic of knowing I have to answer right now is what stops me. <laughs> so Abraham Lincoln, 2012. Lucky of me. course, the movie was Lincoln and Daniel Day Lewis, the actor. We didn't have to get to the rest of them. You both are tied at three apiece. Here's our final when it comes to pop culture presidents. James Marshall, 1997. Bradley Trainer. Bradley Trainer. I'm going to take a wild guess okay. and say Harrison Ford. Nailed it. Air Force One's Harrison Ford. That's such a good movie. Done. I love Get that off movie. My Get off my plane! I don't think yes. I've ever seen it. Oh, wow. The I CGI. I spoil it for you, but it's great. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I shouldn't probably spoil it either, but uh, let's just say Air Force One might have an issue at the end, and the yeah. CGI is the worst you'll ever see is in a major movie. Is it the plane open in the back, or is that face off? That must be face. That's oh, okay. not Air Force One, I don't think. Well,. There's uh, oh, we, can we, we can spoil that movie. I, I mean, think it was we can spoil the 1997 That's the one movie. where he jumps in the capsule and it goes flying out the back, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So is that what you mean, Tom? Uh, no, there's a big altercation. There's a movie where the back end of the plane is open and that's they're rolling around. Air Force One. That's I think, I don't it's, think. I think it's a face off. Great, okay. yeah. fun story. Okay, moving on. Uh, okay, so there's you. <laughs> after the pop culture portion here, <laughs> it's. After the pop culture uh, portion here of the game, it is six to three. Bradley with the lead. These next one are uh, trivia questions, and they're worth two apiece. Now, these are actual presidential trivia questions. Again, ring in if you know the answer. They will be multiple choice. You don't have to wait though. You can ring in if you know it prior. Okay. okay? Here we go. First one. Which president got stuck in a bathtub? Bradley Trainer. Bradley Trainer. That's Taft. That is William Taft. Oh. Nicely done. Two more points for Don, Bradley. Don, you could have gotten that, though, because we talked about that last week. I don't remember <laughs> oh. last week. Uh, okay. <laughs> Bradley's up to How eight How do points. I remember last week? Mm. Don's got three, but still plenty of time left. We got That's two more. Right. We still got two more trivia questions, and then we've got a list to end it out, which will give anybody a chance to come back and win. So here we go. Fi- uh, next one. Who is the only president to be born on the 4th of July. Oh, I don't know that. Tr- your multiple choice answers are Dwight D. Eisenhower, Harry Truman, or Kelvin Coolidge. Don McLean. Don. Harry Truman. Sorry, not Harry Truman. Uh, you're down to multiple choice, uh, Bradley. I wish I would have remembered looking at Calvin Coolidge's Wikipedia earlier in the show when Don was trying to lie about him being... <laughs> or no, that was Cleveland. Yeah. Over Cleveland. Oh, I'm going to say Coolidge... He's running away with it. Yes, it is Coolidge. Ten points now, but again, could still be Just because I feel like I would have heard about Eisenhower being... Because that would have just been like chef's kiss. Yes. To have Eisenhower born on the 4th of July. Chef's kiss. All right. (laughs) Don is so salty. (laughs) Get ready to ring in on this one if you know the answer. Who's the only person to be a president twice non-consecutively? Don. Don. That is Teddy Roosevelt, Grover Cleveland. Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Which Roosevelt, one are you going with? Grover Cleveland. You got to pick one. I thought you switched. Are you not switching? Um, I'm not switching. You should switch. I switch. I'm going to switch to what? To Grover Cleveland. There you go. God, Don. <laughs> What? You literally Aren't said you those exact words game? earlier in the no, show. No, we're not playing together. I know I did. I know I said it. I know Literally I said it. the words, the president that did not serve consecutively, Grover Cleveland, was said earlier in the show today. 
Uh, by you. By me. Thank yep. you. Yep. Okay. I know. I okay. brought the But trivia. then she says Teddy Roosevelt, <laughs> who right. died because a monkey in uh, the Panama <laughs> Canal. Lies. All lies. Before okay. turning blue, apparently. I don't know. Um, that was fun. I liked that bit, by the way. Thank you very much for sure. that. Here we go. We're on to the list don't now. This her. is the opportunity for either of you to win. This is going to be kind of like that listery lesson game we played, where you're each going to get two strikes, and we're going to run through a list. I've got the top 15. Now, these are the top 15 oldest presidents so the oldest presidents this is not Got when it. they served this Got is just it. the ones to live so they may be past they may be still living uh the, just as far as people who were sure. presidents and how old they got yeah top 15 list don it's worth two points apiece because you're behind 10 to 5 you get the chance to go first name a person on that list jimmy carter please jimmy carter is the number one answer Wishing him the absolute best right now. Right. Um, So, yes, uh, he is the oldest, uh, 98 years old now. Right, right. Bradley, your turn. Uh, I'm going to go with Reagan, Bob. You can go with Reagan. You nailed it. Uh, Reagan was uh, 30, or excuse me, 93 years and 119 days. So, two more points for each of you. Bradley, you're at uh, 12. Don, you're at seven. Keep on going. Who's Do I go now? Dawn, yep. Okay, I will say Old Bush. You're going to go with the Old Bush. Uh, that is correct. Old Bush is actually uh, second on the list. Let's keep yeah, on rolling I'm through them. This. Bradley, your turn. Okay, uh, I am going to take us to... Uh, oh, gosh. All right, I'm going to have to start thinking here with my <laughs> noggin. I'm going to take us back to an old, dusty guy uh, <laughs> that we all... Had to remember Need things an about and say that. Um, Need an answer. That uh, Any Benjamin president. Frank. No, that's not even a president. <laughs> oh my Thomas God. Jefferson. Uh, Thomas Jefferson on the list. Number yes! nine. Nicely done. Keep oh, on going, Don. Sucky. Um, <laughs> I will say. Richard Nixon, please. Richard Nixon. Oh, that's a good guess. Yep, on the list, number 10. Oh, this is hard. We're running low uh, on time. Maybe each only get one strike. We're going to have to do that because we're running low oh, on time. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah, I got go one. Ford. Ford. Nailed it. Number three on the list. Nicely done. Two more points going the way of Bradley. He's at 16. Don, you're still in catch up. You are uh, currently sitting at uh, nine. Keep going. Okay, how about... Um... Uh, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. It's <laughs> not even like. <laughs> what is he like? Sixty something? Seventy something? I'm sorry, Bill Clinton. I, not on the list. That's true. That's true. Yep. So with that, uh, that is your strike, on and Bradley is. I've only had one. I know. I changed it to one because we're running out of time. You guys were doing too good, but we'll keep going. All right, how about Martin Van Buren? Oh, this is to uh, Martin. Van- this would be to clinch it. This is to uh, lock it up. And guess what? Number 11 on the list. Yes! Nicely done. Oh Martin Van Buren. Nice Look, poll. we ran out of time. <laughs> no, we didn't. I know. I could do one more. Like I'm going to do one more. Do one more. I'm going to say it's Zachary Taylor. Uh, no, you're out. Sorry. Andrew no, Jackson. Jackson. You guys missed uh, John Adams, Huber, or, or Herbert Hoover, uh, Harry Truman, Hoover, uh, Hoover. James Madison, Quincy Adams. Yeah, y'all did pretty good. I Joe tried Biden. to think of the ones with the really white powdery wigs. Mm, there you go. Yeah. Well, they had a... Uh, they... They're what? 
Huh? Anyway, the, not their cost of living, their age. Like, <laughs> Okay, yeah. you can do a, a presidential cost of living quiz tomorrow. But when we come back, Dawn, we will have miraculously turned ourselves into two presidents of my talk. That's right. Uh, presidents Emeritus, Lori and Julia. When we come back, or, you know, we'll be back tomorrow. And stay safe and dry. And um, we'll laugh again. See you tomorrow. From noon to three. Bye! Bye!